0: what's up my dreamers It's your boy jimmy doe i know what it is the Dream big podcast baby but hey check this out you wouldn't believe this so i had an amazing interview with your boy dr glenn toby yes dr glenn toby i had the doc in the building And when I went to find the file after the interview, it was gone, the whole file. So luckily, I went back to some old footage because I had some cameras rolling. And they taped a good portion of the interview. So we got about 30 minutes on the interview. So this is your never heard before raw and uncut interview between your boy Jimmy Doe and a doctor Glenn Toby.
1: and those are the goals those goals are set with plans and a strategy or a pathway hmm.
0: what's one of those big goals that you started out early in your life that you couldn't get past it was a dream of yours you, you made it into a goal and you saw it all the way through and you made sure that you seen it all the way through what is that? What was that dream? What was that vision? And and give me the process of making it a goal. Yeah, I really lived all my dreams. Mm. And I dreamed all
1: my life. Um, this is, and we'll come back to what that means, the context of the two. Um, what is a nightmare in your life? And what is a dream in your life? What the difference is, right? So for me, I just was a hyper-competitive person um, because of my you know youth experiences. And being hyper-competitive, I competed against myself first. Uh, so, a lot of the losses that I sustained were not real losses because a champion is someone that can sa- sustain the losses with character and integrity, precept and purpose, and still stay in the game. That's what a champion is. You know, sometimes a champion is somebody that wins at losing. Mm.
0: Mm. That's what a true champion is. Oh yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, just sometimes. Okay, okay, okay. Now, you know, I like to always circle this back around to study, right? Because only way to get to our dreams and accomplish those dreams is we have to study. It's a big, big part of studying. Um, and you're someone, a mentor of mine that I've studied. You know the things that you do, the moves that you made. You know your approach to to the big action things in your life. You know how to how to approach those things. Um, what are some of those? Tell me some of those mentors or you know even if it was close or long distant mentors that you looked up to when you studied? Yeah for me I I didn't
1: have the access like today there's the internet there's free exchange in terms of communication there's different portals like uh, social media portals online learning so much of our goal setting was learning what I was not listening to the, the lessons that our parents repeat to us The stories, the sage wisdom in the street from hustlers, players, pimps, pushers, or people that have um, perceptions that we read about or only find in books or through life experiences. So, what I did is went back and measured what I was missing and what they were saying. And what I couldn't measure, life brought to me. Mm. You know, for some of us, it's sitting in a jail cell. For some of us, it's failing out of school. For some of us, it's finding a family early or losing one early. So we have to go back and look at what we're not learning. Not what we've learned or what we're being taught sometimes. It's what, what are we missing? And then go back and say, what did they say to me? Well, what didn't they say
0: to me? And that's the discoverable difference. Interesting. interesting. Man, you always got them Jews for the people. Man. You know, sitting even when I talk, and, and I've been knowing you, man, like half my life. Right, And it's, and it's almost like every time I'm around you, I'm always in school. It's always information, the game. It's always knowledge, the game. And the way you deliver it is the same all the time. Appreciate it. No matter who you're talking to, you'd be talking to me, or you'd be talking to a hundred thousand people. It's as if you're still talking to one individual, man. And that's a unique gift to have, brother. Unique gift to have, man. Um, and, and talking about gifts. What, what are some of those gifts that you tapped into early that you recognize that this is a gift of minds that you have? So, you
1: know, I, I experienced youth homelessness, homeless from uh, eight years old to the seventh grade. That developed for me the ability to deal with trauma, um, intensity, uncertainty, and confusion. Others' confusion gave me the gift to have a concrete mind like a rock, so I don't move. If things aren't moving my way, or they're moving too fast, I had the ability to sit still. I think the second piece for me was um, discipline. Well, I had no patience as a child, but I had discipline. So I didn't need to be disciplined that often. Um, I kind of got it. Or if I was, you know how we can be as kids, rambunctious and challenging, I was willing to meet my beating. If it was for a purpose, you know, like um, I was always willing to measure or stand up to mistakes that I made. I enjoyed learning. I didn't mind being wrong because I said I can't be wrong more than once or twice with this. If it got too tough, I had enough of it. You know, I wasn't a hard or a slow learner, and I wasn't a emotional learner. Mm-hmm. So I would say it was discipline. Patience has always been a challenge for me. Not great at patience, but I'm great at discipline.
0: Okay. Okay. And now, that's interesting you say that, right? Because me being, even in this age, man, at 37, I've 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 worked on discipline more than anything else in my life. That has definitely been a challenging space, right? Because you want things so now. It's like that we're in a microwave age. And it's, for me, I'm on the cuffs of both, right? So I know what it's like to go through artist development. But I also know what it's like to catch traction like that it just happens that way you know um and so it's interesting that you say that you know having discipline um being that that was something that you obtained early you possessed that early in your life what would you tell the person that doesn't have that right like don't have that discipline how important that was in your life and the power that played in your life
1: Well, if you can hear my voice, I pray you hear yours, everyone will be disciplined or will be disciplined. Mm. So if you can't discipline yourself, they have organizations, they're called law enforcement. (laughs) If that doesn't work, they have another one that's called corrections. Now, if you are a tough learner, hopefully it can be military or it can be a family oriented thing where You're with a group of people who have the patience. But you will be disciplined. And if none of those things work, you might run into the Most High God, who's a master at disciplining you. And, um, you know, if you come with a clear heart, with integrity and honesty, and you have a focus with goodwill, God will have mercy on you in life and in death. But if you are completely out of order and you know nothing about discipline, and you know nothing about integrity and you know nothing about patience, there's not much I can tell you on today's broadcast.
0: Hmm. You hear that? It ain't much he can tell you. So you better grab it in that list that he just mentioned right there. You pick your vision. You want law enforcement to tell you? You want corrections to tell you? You want God to tell you? Or do you want to just sit there and work on yourself and let you tell you? Because you talking to you you gotta just tap in, you gotta listen. This is why I bring people like the doctor on here to help you get in touch with yourself so you can hear yourself. As he said, I can hear my voice. I hope you can hear your voice. Tap in, man, don't don't lose these things. Make sure y'all paying attention. Now, doc, you're a mentor for many people across the world. You know, People love your vision, they listen to your vision, they love your story, they, they tap in, right? If it was something that you had to tell the wise men now to the young wise men right now, I'm talking about, you just celebrated your 60th. So if you had to take the 60th to talk to the 35-year-old GT, what would you tell them?
1: I like this journey. Didn't always like the ride. Um, I think I would have said, let more go. Mm. Um, You know, people chase bad debts. People that owe you money and you go after the money. It's gone, it's dead. Go get the new money. If that debt's gonna come to life, it'll come and call you instead of you calling the debt. Call the credit. Something doesn't work for you. It may not work now, it might work later. You know it's not working now, the only thing you have is time, let it go. Let it go. Forgiveness, Constantly in motion, staying active, getting rest, and don't learn
0: the same lessons over and over. Nice, nice, I received that. I've, I've learned the same lesson over and over plenty of times. And sometimes you can get sick and tired of that, not sometimes, you should get sick and tired of that. That's good game right there, that's good game. You gotta be able to come back and talk to the people because that's very important. You know, I think about what would I tell You know, I moved out here in Atlanta, 18 years old. You know, I had a record deal. I'm out here getting it going. You know, I had a production deal. Let's get the clarity there. But still, I made it. You know, for me, that was an accomplishment for my neighborhood. I was here. You know, we pushed, and we pushed, and we pushed. And I came to a point where, you know, we were shopping at Interscope, and once Interscope didn't go with it, you know, it's not what we're looking for. You know, that's when they had 50 and everything was, you know, I was on my mace, have a good time, I'm happy to be here, you know, and and keeping some of, you know, what I've learned now to be healing stories, right? Just some of the things I went through, you know, losing my mom and things like that. I didn't, you know, when I did my music at the time, it it was getting away from that and talking about the fact that I just made it off the block. Right? And so when I lost that, when the deal didn't go through, and, and you know, business as usual, things moved on, you know, on to the next artist and things like that. I began to step away from what brought me here, you know, that that vision, that gift to, to be able to get up and go at it on my dreams. I got away from that, right? So was there any time in your life where you hit a roadblock on your dreams and got away from it? And if you did what, what did that look like for you? And what did that tell you at the time?
1: I think for me, I um, said I wasn't ready and it's God's plan. Everything's in God's plan. Mm. God is the, the greatest planner. And then I realized how bad uh, things could have been if it went the way I wanted it to be. I always say, um, man's won't is God's will. Nice. And what won't work for you
0: or what hasn't gone for you, there's a reason. Nice, 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 nice. Now, you've always thought like that, man. I mean, it's, it's mind blowing to hear. You know, and the only reason why I say it's mind blowing, cause I take my, I took myself down so many different emotional roller coasters, and to hear how steady you are in your thought, right? Like it's, man, was it always that vision? Always was like that for you? yeah you know it
1: was i didn't i had always had the pieces but i didn't put them together Mm -hmm. so i had the puzzle and i was never puzzled i just didn't have a clue Nice. and then as i went on formatively i got the truth i went through it the hard way like most of us do our harder lessons are our most valuable lessons and our key lessons and when we absorb them properly with humility and grace and understanding, except if we accept our failures and if we realize all our successes are because of everyone else in our life, uh, we heal and continue to wheel and
0: deal a lot better. <laughs> I hear to- the sweetie jump. All personalities is going to come out in this interview. Okay. You're gonna get some sweetie G, you're gonna get the dot, you're gonna get GT. We ain't even got to the deal maker yet. We ain't even got to. It. So y'all stay tuned. We're going to come back with a couple more questions. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Shout out to Just Water. It's keeping me hydrated. Please go get y'all some Just Water. It is 100% spring water. You got to love it. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe, the Dream Big Podcast. And I know y'all might get a little delay. My DJ ain't here. BZ, BZ, you ain't here, man. But it's all good. We ain't here. Dream Big Podcast. On B96, the block fleet D fleet G A DJs. I better understand this your boy Jimmy Doe. Y'all stay tuned. Hold on. We about to get to this Jay-Z. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta I'm trying to run it off. Nice. Nice. I enjoyed
1: this. Nice. Your number one station for hip hop and R&B. Nice dad. Great question, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, 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 giving information, and uh, we're doing some amazing programs all uh, through the years. Um, one block at a time, where we clean up cities around the country. We have something called Shelter from the Streets, where we go directly to the homeless population and give them temporary housing. and pathways to permanency and having um, you know, a place to stay but we also have feeding programs which is groceries to grow which you know so about so much about we're doing about uh, two tons of food a week for the last two years going on two and a half years going on three um, about 600 families uh, thousands of people a month and um, you know our weeding programs and we have an online school called Book Bank Institute, which is an amazing program, and we have scholarships available. If you want to know more about that, it is thebbf.org, and uh, you can find us on Instagram at thebbf, or of course, um, you know, contact you, and you'll guide them. You're a part of Book yes, yes, of yes, of Bank Foundation. Yes, yes, contact me.
0: I'm definitely a member of the Book Bank Foundation, been a member for the past 10 years now. Um, It'll dedicate my time, sweat, tears, even a couple coins. Yes, you know? sir. Gotta bring your coins too. You know. Um, so let's talk about, uh, I wanna go forward and backwards, right? Let's go forward first, which is what are some of your dreams and, and visions that you have for the Book Bank Foundation moving forward into the next 25 years? And then I'll follow up with the next question. Let's just talk about the future first. So the ultimate future is
1: that the BookBank Foundation um, is just an education transport because we resolved homelessness in more ways than we could pray for. It. It's that education becomes more common. If you take a look at transportation and you take a look at communication, everybody's got a cell phone, probably 80 to 90% of the people on the planet suppose 90 to 95 to 99 or 100 percent of people had education suppose they had sustainability suppose they had food suppose they had safety that's the prayer of the dream then we wouldn't be needed we would just be um, joining society and we would retire this cause and be living in some um uh, amazing space right that's the dream <laughs> and um hopefully it wouldn't be needed when i'm gone because somebody else would come up with something that shifts that is parallel to purpose. And well, we've resolved some of these issues before As, while I'm on this earth, that'd be the prayer.
0: Nice, 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 nice. And let's take them back uh, 25 years back, right? When you started, um, what was the vision then? And what was the motivation behind starting the Book Foundation 25 years ago?
1: Motivation was to um, be an ex- shine a light on the issue of homelessness we're all two or three mortgage or rent payments away from homelessness, we are all a few meals away from being unhealthy or unfocused or at risk. And maybe um, in health there hasn't really been, the systems used to work differently. We're in metropolitan cities and I'm sure in suburbs and in the country and uh, rural areas, you could go into any emergency room and get some form of healthcare or service it's becoming more and more difficult. The more they give you, the more they take away. The more they take away, the less what they give you is worth. So Mm. for me, it was to create awareness, discover the problems and come together collectively with a solution, with action. And that's what we're kind of in the strong point of our mission, we are active. Nice, nice,
0: nice, nice, nice. And those that know, you know, that's a a big vision of mine, big dream of mine. is to be able to have a compound to provide housing, education, um, medical, and, and funding. Um, being being someone who you know always had the dream and always had the vision to you know from a material or, or monetary point in my life to get to that next level. Like, man, if I can just get this dream funded, right? Um, and so that's a dream of mine. It's a goal of mine is to be able to. You know, um, give it all away in the end. But the way I give it away is, uh, I look at Marcus Lamone. You know, guy who's you know a venture capitalist. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want to be able to help small businesses grow, get the resources that they need, but take nothing from it. No percentage back. No profits from this game. It's just really to see you get to where you need to and provide all of the resources that you need. And we take nothing in return as a profit. Uh, you still keep 100% of your business. It's a dream of mine, as well as providing um, residency. You know, we talked about that. Providing a shelter, that means a lot to me. And so, you know, it's always good to, to talk about those things and, and put it out there, you know. Like I talk about dreams and business, that's a goal. We should all have a goal to provide a service. That's what we're here for. Um, and so pick to, to spin off of that. Uh, when did you discover your purpose in life? When was that for you? You remember the age, the time, where you were doing with you know your business industries and things when you realized this is my, my purpose. I didn't find my purpose, I was repurposed. I found Explain. my passion.
1: I started smashing with my passion to get my cash in, make it stay and fly with my fashion. You know what I
0: mean?
1: But along that route, getting all the things that um, I wanted and all the things I thought I needed, I got repositioned and um, realized the wholeness of what I was doing was not as complete. So these great accomplishments, all the money, all the success, all the accolades, I checked the boxes, I met that, but it wasn't enough. Wasn't enough for the soul, wasn't enough for my God, wasn't enough for my community, my family, wasn't enough for my dreams and my favors. So I was lifted into other areas um, and realized that those boxes were checked so quick, not in time, um, but in mind, meaning the things that I thought of, dreamed of, the things that were living in my mind didn't come to reaction, didn't come, I mean, come to fruition. And I got repurposed by God and saw that all those steps, the missteps were part of me getting to where I needed to go. The steps that I took right, I had to repeat again, through mm-hmm. somebody else, maybe not me. Like, hey, I already did that before, but I'm doing it for someone else now. Even when I did it for me, I was really doing it for someone else.
0: Nice, wow, wow. Someone else It's always doing it for others. And that's our purpose here, to be of service. You know, we talked about it earlier. And I'm a firm believer in that is that everything here on earth provides a service from the plants, the grass, the water, the air, everything provides a service. So do not put in your mind that you are here not to provide a service. That's what you're here for. That's your purpose. Um, Man, sweetie G, you know, I got to take them back to the sweetie G. Um, now, sweetie G, for those that don't know, Is his rap name, former rap name. He's still Sweet G at heart. Uh, With that being a talent that you discovered at a young age, wanting to be in the music industry, wanting to lay down that foundation, you know, letting people know, uh, what were some of those early dreams and visions as a music artist that you had for yourself?
1: You know, as a pioneer in hip-hop, it was just this thing. We were making pause tapes. We never thought it would go into a multi-billion dollar business. It was... Curiosity, how do you make the pause tapes? Listening to Grandmaster Flash, listening to um, Cold Crush, Grand- was, you know, all the legends of Hollywood, these guys. Um, I became one of the first guys in hip hop before, you know, Run L and the greats from Queens. So it was just, then it became kind of a passion project. And then I met Mike and Dave and there goes history. Started touring Harlem, the Bronx, battling the greatest that ever lived coming up with uh, Infinity Machine, Disco Twins, Cypher Sounds, and then eventually traveling with uh, um, uh, Doug E. Fresh and uh, Bismarck E, and Curtis Blow and all the other brothers. So that was the blessing. So it really kind of just created itself. It became a source of income for me, which kept me from running too hard with uh, B-Dub, whatever if y'all know what that means, you do, and those wonderful friends of mine, my supreme friends in Queens. Queens a very supreme place. So it kept me from not having to run as a Supreme Queens guy, but you know, I still joined the team. Yeah, team of consciousness and communication and entrepreneurship. Nice.
0: <laughs> Join the team, baby. The redeemed team. <laughs> um, and so you, you jumped out there, you did your thing on the music scene, um, and you talk about repurposing yourself, right? And so, how many times in your life would you say you've done that as far as like reinventing yourself right let's talk about that because that's the space i found myself in as well from being a music artist to developing these skills on knowing how to network and you know flow with the people uh do good business and that art always called my name always got to get back to the artistry right so Tell me how did you go into reinventing yourself but also staying true to yourself, right? Cause you've been a sports agent, right? You've managed music talent, right? So you came from behind the microphone and stepped in front of it. What was that transition like and what did it take to reinvent yourself? So for me, it was never reinvention. It was prevention and
1: invention. So I would create something, which would be the invention, and that would create another pathway or another way of life. I might prevent something, whether it's um, being evicted or losing money or losing opportunity or you know, child support or making your family um, happy. Like my grandmother, my mother, I mean, it started really young. So I think the prevention gives you methodology in finding opportunities, and that invents, reinvents something else, but I never really reinvented myself most people that reinvent themselves they're catching they're doing it to get a job or to get a client or to catch up or to become relevant in somebody else's pathway i've been blessed enough to plant seeds that got watered with yield so it brought a newer me or i go into a newer space and the older me is a better me or renewed
0: me Mm. nice nice and in some of these journeys uh you say planting seeds right and so, would you say that music artist seed that you planted was the seed that grew to sprout out to all these different ventures that you tapped into? Was that the seed, or what was that seed for you that, that was planted that was you were able to go in so many different directions in a way that most people, you know, aren't fortunate to do? Well, I think it was uh, value. So I always wanted to make sure in my
1: life when I walked into a room. Not that I had the most, I did not want the most attention. I didn't have to win every fight, but I wanted to exist. Any room I walk in, you know I'm in that room when I come in and when I leave. Not because of how I come in or how I leave, but what happens in between. It could be complete silence. It could be spirit, it could be me giving something, it could be me taking something of value to take to somebody else. Value is the component. I always show up giving something away. I give the best of the first thing I give or the best of the last thing. And something happens in between the relationship. How I connect with the opportunity, the event, the person, or the experience. That connection is a continued connection. When it breaks, somebody says something's missing. We need that again, it's value. And people bring you into it. I'm managing David Banner at the time. And uh, I think I just finished managing L Cool J with Charles Fisher. And um, I meet this young sports agent. Alonzo Shavers who had a, uh, he had his license and he had started this company and we came together. He liked the work I was doing. He got to follow me around. He needed money, so I invested money. I gave ideas for marketing to get the players. We combined and uh, we ended up blowing that company up over a, a decade, $300 million in gross business, breaking records in and out. That's, I, I did Asante's uh, $60 million deal, with countless other players. So these businesses and opportunities create newer ones I put all of my skill set inside, not inside a vacuum, but people could see it. When I'm engaged with somebody in charity, when I'm engaged in communications, how I deal with the National Football League, how I dealt with the players is the same way I dealt with Def Jam, or artists, unsigned artists, signed artists, taking all these good experiences and connecting with good people brings value. You become a valuable person that when you leave the room, they got to bring somebody better than you or different than you. When you come in, this guy might be better than me in one category or provide something better for the situation, but he does not bring the basic merits of value because I'm missing it. It's just different. you know. It's just like we go from Dr. J to Michael Jordan to LeBron to Kobe. All of these are the best at what they do, who they are and where they are in their space. So wherever you're showing up, because sometimes God shows up in places and not people, you got to be where the assignment is when you're in you know the spirit realm, when you're into where you're supposed to be at that time, that's when the yield, that's when the
0: seeds become the fruit. Nice, 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 nice. I hope y'all listening, man. I really hope you listening. I hope you still got your pen and your paper because this don't come every day. You don't just get this everywhere. Hope y'all tuning in, I hope y'all listening. This is a wise man here. Giving you wise information, he's seen it, he done it, he lived it, he's sharing it. Please tap in. Please understand what's happening here. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. Where do you think I get it from? I get it from people like the doctor. I get it from mentors of mine that I've watched and I studied and I see. I may drop the ball a few times. That's okay. You know we do that as players on the field. But I'm on the field. And that's what this life is about. You gotta get on the field. That's the only way you're gonna see the life that you wanna see. Get on the field. Take some hits too. And talking to taking some hits. How did you deal with the with the blowbacks? Some of the the pitfalls that you that you hit. Go right. Hit them harder than they hit me. Hmm. Hit them
1: harder than they hit you. Harder than they hit me. And listen, my, you know, how I come back at adversity or competition or failure doesn't mean that my hit or my blow is going to counter them. It's just the countermeasure for me. So as long as I'm pushing and thriving and surviving, I stay inside the game. You're not gonna win every single one, but if you're fighting, you don't wanna go to a fight and somebody didn't know you showed up and say, you remember fighting such and such on this date? champ goes, I don't even remember that guy. What's his name again? But there are people that the champion says, wow, this is one of the best fighters I ever met in my life. This was the toughest fight I ever had. I respect this fighter. That's a champion. doesn't mean he got the victory. Some people win and aren't victorious. Some people win and really lost. Hmm. Maybe because somebody cheated and went in their favor. They missed the lesson. They can't do it again. It's about winning even in your losses.
0: Can I hear that? The lesson is there. It's about winning even in your losses. Man, tap in, man. I'm tired of playing with y'all. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. It's a Dream Big podcast. Special guest, Dr. Glenn Toby. He's giving y'all some stories. We can't do it all in one session. We definitely going to bring it back. We're going to keep going with the top 10 Jay-Z. We're going to jump to the next record, which is feeling it. Taking it back real quick, because I hope y'all feeling it. Sponsored by Just Water, 100% spring water. You better tap in It's your Boy, Jimmy, Do, Fleet, GA Radio. Love it. Nice, Jimmy nice. Do.
1: How much? I got five minutes or ten? I'm trying to put one up on a story. How many minutes? I got five or ten.
2: Forever. Rock a block, rock a fella. I'm feeling it. Yeah.
3: Feel the glass, you can tell them I'm feeling it. Though the legs pushing
2: up on the sand. I'm feeling it. Though the high
3: that you get from the line. If you're I keep it real and the sky. most, I know
2: you're feeling it Crystals are nice. I like the toes. I keep on spilling it Bone crushes, I keep real close, I got the skill for this On my back, the fly is closed, looking ill as shit Transactions illegitimate, cause life is still a bitch And then you die, but for now, life Close your eyes and fill his dick since diapers had nothing to live for like the lifers, boy Making sure every nigga stay rich within my cypher We paid the price to circle of success, they turn my mic up I'm about to hit these niggas with some shit that'll light your life up If every nigga in your clique is rich, your clique is rugged Nobody will pull, cause everyone will beat each other's crutches I hope you fools choose to listen, I drop you, bust it These are the rules I follow in my life, you gotta love it Jiggy Jigga looking gully in the joint If y'all niggas ain't talking about large money, what's the point? I'm
3: it the backs, did you tap them it. Feel uh-huh. the legs pushing good. up on the I'm feeling it. Feelin' it. Feelin' it. Even if it ain't sky. sunny, hey I ain't
2: complaining. I'm in the rain, doing the buck forty, hydroplaning. What's shorty? where you disappear to, son? Maintaining, putting myself in no position. Most of these rappers ain't in. I'm living the ill street blues. Got your hunger painting, nothing to gain in the whole lot the loaded, you're still singing. Oh, I'm borough in every borough. My name be ringing, warming it up for the perfect time. They hit your brain in. you're feeling, feeling it? it. To all the girls, I bought a girl who took and sell my bricks. No doubt they could dodge my Life is really? real as shit 95 South and poppy on the hill and shit And all the towns like Cambridge that I kill yeah. with shit And all the thorough ass niggas that I hustle with what? Throw your joints in the air one time, time and bust your shit up, These fake up. rappers can't really know I'm loving it <laughs> You feeling it? I'm feeling it. Feelin it Feel the glass at the top of my uh, <laughs> Feel the legs <laughs> the
3: I'm feeling it, feelin it. Throw the high that you get from the, I'm the line I'm feeling it If you feel it raise hell in the sky I'm I'm it, it. Though the high that you get from the I'm feeling it. If you the What, y'all the ain't heard that nigga Jay
2: High? The crystals that keep me wet like Baywatch I keep it tight for all the nights my mama prayed I'd stop So she had dreams a sniper hit me with a fatal shot Those nightmares, man, them dreams that you say you got Give me the chills, but these meals, well, they make me hot y'all don't feel me enough to stop the ill and right but at the same time these dimes keep me feeling tight i'm so confused okay i'm getting weeded now i know i contradicted myself look i don't need that now It just wants in the blue when there's nothing to do when the tension gets too thick for my sober mind to cut through i get the zone in me and the chick on the allen and we're boning i free my mind sometimes i hear myself moaning take one more tote then i leave that weed alone man it got me going shit
3: I'm feeling it. Feel the glass of the time from a way. Through the legs pushing up on the sidelines. I'm feeling it. Throw the high that you get from the line. I'm feeling it. If you feel it raised the rage of hell in the sky. I'm feeling it. Feel the glass of the time from a way. I'm feeling it. The feel the legs pushing up on the sidelines. I'm feeling it. Throw the high that you get from the line. I'm feeling it. If you feel the ratio hell in the sky. I'm